This is Badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You gotta hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. And we're back with episode 211 of IcoPod. I am Bob Collin Jr. And with me as always is Dallas Gridley and Austin Skinner. We are coming out of 1996 SummerSlam. Shawn Michaels is still the WWF World Champion. Mankind once again defeated The Undertaker in a boiler room brawl match. But that was because Paul Bearer has turned on The Undertaker and aligning himself with Mankind. For the first time in six years, Paul Bear turning on The Undertaker. We, we were devastated and shocked by it. Uh, also, remember, coming into the show, there will be a Intercontinental Championship tournament because Ahmed Johnson, he can't handle a stiff kick to the kidneys. And he's out of action. For three or four months. So tonight we'll begin the tournament to crown a new intercontinental champion. Fellas. How are we feeling coming out of SummerSlam? I know that for the most part we were leaning pretty positive towards it. We've had a week to think about it. Are we still positive? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't think it was bad. I, I still think that main event of a stinker that was a stinker. Has left a bad taste in my mouth, even thinking about it again. Um, but like like we did say on the SummerSlam episode, I do think the biggest and probably the most important thing that came out of the show was that turn of Paul Bearer on Undertaker and uh, Mankind's victory. So I think that's probably the most important thing that happened and um, arguably the only reason that most people would probably even go back to watch this show, to be honest. Um. Coming out of SummerSlam, I guess I I was left with three questions that I want to pitch to the the panel here. Number one, and maybe the easiest one, do you see Vader, whether it's Sean or anybody else, do you see Vader fighting for the WWF Championship ever again? No. And I think part of that might go into some of the things that happened during that match. We cannot forget when Sean went for that elbow and Bob pointed out that, or as Austin pointed out that he stopped, he stopped it. He landed on his feet and told him to get up and he didn't. And he fucking stomped his head. I'm sure Vader gave Sean a couple stiff ones. And you know that Sean is, is Vince's boy. And he's going to go back and be like, yo, fuck Vader. And Vince is going to be like, that's right. You got it. Now what I would do, and who knows? Maybe this is what's potentially going to happen here. I think at this point, you throw Vader in the Intercontinental title picture. Put him in this tournament. I think that'd be probably a better use for him at this point. And honestly, I could see him winning that title more than the WWF title. Yeah, I could even have seen that before the match with Sean. So I think that'd be a good use for him. And kind of to add to what you just said, I think 
it'd be one thing if Vader already had a lot of chips in his favor. Right. Like leading up to this, you know, he, you know, the heat stayed with him. He was having decent matches for being Vader matches. You know, he was hitting home runs every week. What they gave him and what he put out as a product was really good. And then, oh, him and Sean just didn't click and they argued. It'd be one thing if this dude's had a good bank behind him. But to have pretty much nothing and then come out of the match where Sean's going to basically politic him, he really doesn't have a leg to stand on as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I think his time definitely challenging for the main event title is probably over in the WWF for the foreseeable future. Um, But I mean, who knows? Who knows? We we've seen him kind of bail and fall back and jump right back into feuds that we thought would, wouldn't be reignited. But I, I tend to agree with Dallas. I don't foresee Vader, uh, doing much in the main event scene moving forward. Uh, I would be shocked if, at this point, if Vader were to get a world title opportunity on pay-per-view ever again in the yeah. WWE. Right. Yeah. I agree. On on television, uh, you probably could get away with it, but to kind of suggest to fans maybe to purchase a uh, title opportunity for Vader. Uh, I'm not quite sure. What does Vader do? Just leave? Like, go away for a little while? Just be off uh, TV for a little while? I don't know. I mean, I kind of like Dallas's idea of Vader maybe going for the Intercontinental Championship. I don't know. To me, that immediately is already devaluing him again. Yeah, they, but... You're just making say, it obvious at that point. If well, you yeah, were but... To, yeah, if if you were to win the Intercontinental Championship, then you start to kind of rehab him a little bit, I think. I think you rehab him, and I also think that if he wasn't seen as necessarily a top contender in people's eyes, then for the WWF title, I don't see the harm in giving him the Intercontinental title. Or, I guess... or at least having him in that picture. Um, and that being said, if he let's say he won... We have a heel intercontinental champion, and you can have when Ahmed gets back or, or someone can chase that. Of course, I think that in our current situation, Farouk Assad is our is most well, likely yeah to to get this. I would assume, but plans change. It's wrestling. Well, and you make a really great point with Ahmed because you'll remember Vader gave Ahmed his first pinfall loss. Oh, wow. Yeah, so see. if Vader were to win the title and Ahmed were to return and chase after Vader, yeah, maybe after a feud with Farouk, obviously, because I think you have to finish that off. But that, I think, could be an interesting approach. I guess in, it's something that not only for this time in this situation, but I've always had a problem with booking backward. So, like, here's your guy, run for the strap, fucking either wins it or doesn't, whatever, time passes, and then somehow or another, for some reason or another, he drops into, like, the mid-card title status. Mm -hmm. 
I really don't like that because I feel like for me in a fan's eyes, it's like, okay, well, the re- the only reason he's fighting for a mid-card title has to be negative because if not, he'd always be in that main event scene. Like that's once people reach that threshold, the only reason they're going backwards is usually a negative. Either they're injured or they're getting ready to retire. So they're like, they try not to take up a main event spot or they're getting phased out. They're leaving the company. So they're booking them lower on the card. Um, to me, it's never a positive to be going backward. Well, so, I think I don't know. I mean, if it were me, I'd probably just have Vader on house shows for a little while, throw him back on TV after, you know, a month, have him do some squash matches. And I don't know, have him work with some contenders, at least I would keep him away from the IC title picture personally. But that's how I've always perceived it. That's just the way I imagine it, kind of, as far as, like, the card rankings and how it works out for people. Yeah, I mean, I think also just because of that not great main event match, I think it probably would be best to keep them away from TV for a little while in general. But um, I don't know. I guess I'm interested to see what they're going to do with him because I have a feeling it's going to be not a whole lot of anything. But yeah. I guess I guess uh, I guess we're gonna see. Um, coming out of that, my other my second question would be, how long do we foresee Paul Bearer being with mankind? Is this a month or two thing? Undertaker comes back, gets the win, takes Paul Bearer back. Is this a year or two thing, or is this like foreseeable future thing? I don't see him going back to Undertaker, honestly, for a while. Because I feel like that takes away the whole reason for the switch. But I honestly don't think I can see him being with Mankind for like more than like a year. Yeah. I think they have to do it somewhat long term. Otherwise, it's bullshit. Like, why do yeah. you do it? Right. And now that being said, I don't think Undertaker needed Paul Bearer. And I don't think Mankind needs him. So he's kind of just like in a weird spot. Yeah. Of like, I mean, I guess he essentially did more like promo work for the undertaker a little right. a little bit but right. at the same time we don't need undertaker talking really anyway and honestly mankind doesn't need he doesn't need paul bear either because his promos were like kind of pretty interesting really when we've seen them yeah so yeah. i don't know i think it's just a weird thing and i think this kind of adds to the fact that mankind is at least since i have joined oikopod in the beginning of 95 there has not been anyone who has come into the company, made this much of an impact, and really had this much steam. Mankind is full steam ahead. He has not been screwed over, I think, at all. He's gotten plenty of TV time, and now he's getting the huge storyline with The Undertaker. I mean, that's pretty big stuff. Well, here's the thing. I think we're right on the threshold, because if you think of, like, Goldust, who came in with a ton of hype, Started off great, was great for maybe, I don't know, a month or two, and then fell off a cliff after all the bullshit right. going on with the media. I think this is going to be a really telling time for mankind. Either this this Paul Bearer thing could sink or help him swim. I don't know. I think it's going to be a really pivotal storyline shift for him. Um, 
personally, you know, if you're going to do it, I would do it for a while. Um, and then maybe just write Paul Bearer off for a little while. Like you said, maybe don't have him go right back to The Undertaker or whatever. Just not use him. Because really the the trajectory that we're moving on, Paul Bearer is coming to a point where he might be seen as a little passe. You know, like uh, his antics and the right. natural shit. And it's like that started slowly coming to a close. Undertaker's doing less and less of it. Um, Paul Bearer's kind of been cut back a little bit as far as how much he's on camera and what he's doing and, you know, all the magic tricks. Um, maybe at that point, after Mankind, whatever happens with that or however that fills us out, Paul Bearer's going to have to be off TV for a little while. Yeah. I don't think he should be back with Undertaker for a while. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I think that uh, <clears throat> having Bear join Mankind, if you're, you know, since they've done it, but I mean, if you're going to do that, he needs to be with him for a substantial amount of time. I agree. Uh, I agree. Do I think, do I think Paul Bear needed to be with Mankind? I don't think so. I could see the partnership kind of maybe hurting mankind yeah i could see that absolutely yeah i think like imagery wise it's good like oh that's kind of cool it's like a weird thing yeah i mean it's like a weird visual i guess but and what you're what you were saying too with uh maybe paul bear looking a little passe in terms of like evolving because Mm -hmm. obviously paul bear is a guy that came in uh Really, I guess right before what they would deem the golden era of like right. you know ninety two to yep. whatever. So I could see it kind of being a, a more eighties, yeah. early ninety character. While even here in ninety six, we're seeing glimpses of reality. Yep. Yeah. So even yeah. the Undertaker character itself being so hey I'm dead to an extent is already kind of looking passe. Well, and you got to think so it needs too, to be like a, it needs to evolve. Yes. Some, some and, and, and you have to think that the, the people behind the show are thinking, okay, we just had this boiler room brawl. Um, Undertaker still over no matter what happens. Right. Um, maybe it's time to catch him up. What are some of the biggest drawbacks that are keeping him in late 80s, early 90s feel? Uh, yeah. Floating caskets, uh, light shining out of urns, ghosts rising to the rafters. I mean, all this different shit where it's like, if you look at it, to make sense of it all, it's all tied to Paul Bearer. Like, all that shit pretty much happens because Paul Bearer is involved. He's the one with the urn that raises him and brings his ghost and all this other shit. It's like if you start downplaying that, he's still the dead man and the undertaker or whatever. But if you spin it to where it's more feasible, like, yeah, it's not supernatural. He's not a spirit sort of thing. 
might be better off. And I feel like that's maybe the direction that they might want to try and go into because for me, one of the biggest drawbacks for Undertaker is not only his opponents, but the bullshit stuff. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing for the fans watching at this time. Don't forget, on the other channel, uh, the NWO and the shit that they're doing is very real. There is no fucking floating dead men floating from the casket. <laughs> Fuckers are getting beat up backstage with baseball bats and spray paint on them. So they're seeing this shit week after week. They know what's going on. They can see the shift of the crowd when people are chanting for you know, not hero fucking supernatural guys. You start to get that fucking plan in motion now or you're going to be screwed. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if this breakup is a byproduct of that. Let's switch it up. Could, uh, could Paul bear, uh, leaving the undertaker and essentially taking the urn away from Undertaker be a way to, evolve him because he's used the urn as like, Hey, you can't hurt me because I have this supernatural mm-hmm. power. But now yeah. that if it's being taken away, I wonder if we're going to see the undertaker actually feel pain or, you know, vocalize it. Because even when a wrestler, let's say hits him in over the head with a chair, he doesn't even react to it. It's just, he falls down. It yeah. doesn't even like, Oh shit, that hurt. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, I think I it has if, to go that way. It has to go I think that it way. Ha- I think you have to. Because if you yeah, don't, I agree. left behind, you're in the dust. Nobody cares. Yeah, it has I, to go I agree with way. that. It has to. So, yeah, so that, that should be interesting to see how uh, how that plays out. Uh, as we've, so we've, we've talked about Shawn Michaels uh, retaining Invader kind of maybe moving down the card and obviously mankind Undertaker as well, but there was other things that took place. Uh, although we didn't even really know going into the show exactly what the hell was even happening for the most part. Uh, Jerry Lawler defeated Jake Roberts in one, perhaps one of the worst matches that uh, we've ever watched here on Ico pod. Uh, that was, was bad. That was really bad. And, and I guess here's a interesting fact is that that match is, Included on Jake the Snake Roberts' Pick Your Poison DVD. Holy <laughs> shit. So I don't know if that was a rib on Jake. Like, hey, like, fuck you. Like, we're going to put this on your DVD. But it was. Wow. Uh, Goldust defeated Mark Merrow. Uh, Psycho Sid defeated David Boy Smith in a match that we were quite uh, surprised by in terms of work rate. They definitely worked yeah. a better match than we anticipated. Owen Hart defeated Savio Vega in a pretty good uh, opening match. And uh, in a boring match, uh, to finish off this little recap, of the tag team champion Smoking Guns won a four-way elimination match against the New Rockers, the Godwins, and the Body Donnas. Uh, and as I've said before, tonight we are beginning our Intercontinental Championship Tournament to crown a new champion because Ahmed Johnson got kicked in the kidneys. Uh, interesting fact here before the show, uh, Rick Titan, which uh, I believe he was fairly known in uh, Japan 
and we Rick, would Rick Titan. We'll, we'll eventually know uh, later on in '96, but I won't spoil it. He had a tryout before, and also Flex Cavana, mm. better known as The Rock, yeah. had a dark match against David Haskins. Uh, Barry Windham, who we have been known to be coming in as the stalker, defeated Justin Bradshaw as well in a dark match. See, they should be tagging them two up. You would think. I mean, I feel like their styles, are very, even their looks, really. Yeah, like tag them up so we can have a, a decent tag team on weekly television. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see a, a pro- really a problem doing that probably be of better use of uh certainly bradshaw who attacked savio and made savio look like an even bigger loser after he already lost well bradshaw at this time in the spotlight in a singles role it just isn't a good idea like he's not there he can't carry it he just can't like i said on the SummerSlam uh, podcast i feel like he if this was Smoky Mountain Wrestling, perfect. Right, right. He's the perfect guy to be there. But right now in WWF, yeah. that just it isn't really clicking. No, I agree. Um, let's get into some, uh, I guess, response or feedback from the Observer fans as it pertains to SummerSlam. And I think we're going to be kind of surprised by this. So SummerSlam 96, according to the readers, 29%. Gave it a thumbs up, 44% thumbs down, and 23% in the middle. Wow, so more thumbs down than anything else. Yeah, and usually we're we're usually thumbs down, and they're usually right. thumbs up. Right, that's kind of weird. And even and I've like and I'll listen to other podcasts about shows that we've covered. Uh, and like so, King of the Ring '96, right? It was a show that I that I've enjoyed in the past. Yeah. Um, but then you go back and watch it with full context of week after week after week. And then it just, for some reason, it falls flat. Yeah. yeah. But then you, like, you'll listen to these podcasts who are doing, I guess maybe the same format that we're doing. And they're like, do a fucking great show. <sighs> yeah. Like, Bull, like Bulldog and Shawn Michaels. Great match. It's like, it's really not. Or Shawn Michaels invader. It's like, that is not a four star match. Like, it's just, there's no way. There's no way. And, and the thing is, and I know I've, I'm fucking guilty of it. Um, when you watch stuff in a bubble, you take it at face value. Right. Right. So automatically, especially if you're not watching it relatively close together with the, the context, automatically it's going to be better than what you're, actually maybe than it is because you don't have any expectations of watching it it's just a show it's just matches wow that was actually pretty good for a vader sean match well in reality (laughs) if you watch the build and you see how vader's been booked and then you get to that match with some hopes of it you know maybe being a redemption for vader and seeing what the actual turnout of the matches it's like no that was you know a sad period at the very end of a very shitty paragraph 
So yeah. I don't know. I think that's important to know. And and like I said, I'm guilty of it too. There's been shows that I know I've watched, I know I've enjoyed, and I've said that I've enjoyed that over the course of this podcast we've gone through with contacts and it's like, man, no, this <laughs> shit's right. just right. not that good. So I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to have the different lens that especially people who review stuff do or do podcasts like us. But um, I don't know. Hopefully context isn't making us more biased to it, you know. But <laughs> at the time, that's what people would have had was context. So I think if you're looking for a reality-based opinion of it in real time, as much as real time as you can get 30 years later, this is probably the best format for that. Well, you know, and it's funny you say that because you have context, of course, and then also – an evolution of taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, let's say, and it happens a lot. I feel like with, on the TNA podcast with Dallas, like I, I could have reviewed a show 10 years ago. And on that show, a match could happen. I'd be like, that sucked. And then right. I watch it today and it's like, Oh, that's actually a good match. Yeah. But then right. 10 years later from now, I could go back and say that sucked. Right, right. It's a right. weird like wrestling's weird like that. Where like yeah. one one year you could be like, Oh, that's a great match. And then you've watched so much other wrestling that you aren't aware of. You watch that same match again and be like, Well, shit, that sucks because I just saw something way better. Well, and here and here's the thing that just occurred to me. Very, very few wrestling matches are truly timeless. Very few. Whereas some yeah. of the best I don't know, best professional basketball games are easily timeless. There's no argument. The the score is the score. The moves are the moves. The plays are the plays. You know, it's one of those things where wrestling is different like that because it does progress so much. Rules change. Tastes change. Styles change. Yeah. Uh, It's a very fluid uh, sporting-based thing. So I think that's important to note, and it's interesting to think about because no real other sport, I don't think it's like that. I mean, football has been football for 50 years. Basketball has been basketball for 40 at least. Uh, You know, it's just one of those things where wrestling now is not the same wrestling it was in 1987. I have – it's interesting you say that. That other sports, it's like timeless or whatever. Do you think it's because those sports are real? In the sense yeah. of like it's not staged? And I like almost that, think that I don't pure think so. emotion. You know I, I don't think, think so. I take it more like there's more of a structure. Like this yes. is like the a tried and true formula. Basketball is basketball. There's no fucking gray area. And they're not gonna switch it up randomly. They're Whereas not wrestling, switching it up. You are getting more, you dip, like Austin said, different styles. That's what it is. To me, that's what it is. And as you're I don't seeing think the real shit. versus fake plays in too much, but I think it's what Dallas says, the structure of it. It's easy to remember or think about an instant classic with other sports necessarily compared to wrestling where it's like, yeah, but is it really? We have to go back and watch, and oh shit, no, it's not really that great. To me... I don't know. It's really weird to think of it that way. And you can't, I guess you can't really compare 
Because maybe, like Bob said, it is real versus predetermined. So maybe well, that, you can't judge it on that. But to me, that's what makes most sense. Like, an instant classic is maybe only a classic for 20 years, and then people don't care about it anymore. And watch well, it back and say, nah, not that good. Yeah, well, like my, I've had emotional connections to professional wrestling. Obviously, I think yeah. you, sometimes you're just a, a storyline or whatever the case. For like an example, when CM Punk cashed in on Edge on Raw, like sure, I flipped out. I was like, holy shit, right? right. But that's not an everyday occurrence. Meanwhile, with sports, I have a reaction every day. For the like, if the Chicago Bulls were to lose a game, the, their game tomorrow against the Orlando Magic. I'm going to be fucking pissed. Yeah. Because number one, the magic suck. But, but you have like, that's like, I don't know. It's weird. There's that connection to the team. Like if any week, the Vikings lose a football game. I'm like, fuck, this sucks. But if they win, I'm like, yeah, dude, let's go. Yeah. Can't wait. Well, We're one and three. Yeah. Ooh. And I think that is something maybe more personal to you where you do put that lens in effect, real versus predetermined. There is more of an excitement there. There's well, more in the lot. Yeah, but like, so like maybe like a more recent thing too is like when Daniel Bryan won the title at WrestleMania 30. Sure. And they were all like, you know, he's a B plus player or whatever. I think all of us had that re like that feeling because I think we felt as if they really felt that way. Right. Yeah. Because he wasn't going to be the, the guy. They wanted Orton to be the guy. Yeah, he right. wasn't supposed to be in that match. <laughs> no. Right. But, like, because, like, Batista won the Rumble. Right. And it was supposed to be Batista and Orton. And the fans were like, fuck this. So they yeah. had to pivot to it. And that's when, you know, we were all like, same thing. Same thing with Chris Benoit at WrestleMania 20. Now, obviously, what he would do three years later, horrible. But at the time, like, I remember being a big WCW fan, and the guy never would win a championship. And if he did win the championship, it was for six days, and they'd give it back to him <laughs> yeah. Nitro. Yeah. But in 2004, you're like, holy shit, this guy fucking won the Rumble. I remember WrestleMania 20 being one of the most anticipated shows for me to watch. Yeah. Because, number one, top to bottom, it's a fucking stack card right. at the Garden. But right. I'll never forget that main event. And, like, Triple H in the cross phase. And he's like, oh, fuck, I can't. And I'm, like, screaming at him, fucking tap. Just fucking do it, you piece of shit. Yeah. I, I do I, it. I think. Uh, and, then, you know, it's important to note, too, that when Triple H taps, he's acting as if he's being choked. So it kind of, like, I feel like he's trying to diminish it a little bit. Because he's like, oh, I've got the illegal choke, but whatever. Cheating, yeah. I, I've, I've noticed that in the several times I've watched it. It's like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing, Triple H. Well, I think uh, what you're saying is, you know, wrestling can be really fucking good. Good wrestling can get that emotion out. Yeah. And it's real when it's when it's fucking good like that. It's really fucking good. It's well, like maybe when, that's when what's CM the rarity. Came, it's like yeah. when CM Punk came back. I literally had chills. I I was texting Bob like. Bob, my eyes are watering. I'm not. I'm but, gonna admit that right now, dude. It was so surreal. It was like I don't know what's happening. Because you never thought it would happen. And it's like one of those things. It's just like 
I don't know. It's just that kind of stuff. It's just crazy. I mean, you just can't. I don't know. I I don't know. It's really fucking good when it's really fucking good. Well, and when it really sucks, why. it really sucks. Yeah. It's just like it's just like a tweet I, I retweeted the other day <laughs> and Austin liked it. Um, a comic guy I like shared something that was like, oh, Star Wars fans fucking love Star Wars, but they also really fucking hate Star Wars. And that's literally exactly what wrestling is. Yeah. It's literally wrestling fans are the biggest haters of wrestling, but they also <laughs> are the biggest lovers of it. Yeah. It's what it is. Right. Well, yeah, I guess maybe that's what it is. That's the rarity of it. Maybe not necessarily classic matches themselves, but classic moments and real moments that come across as real. Um, to whereas in everyday sports, kind of like Bob alluded to, you do get more of those more often. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's a weird thing to look at and consider, but uh, I'll tell you what. I'm really, really excited to cover tonight's Raw. Me too, man. Bob, take it away. Because <laughs> I didn't know how to get out of that. No, nah, that's right. Uh, so in terms of best and uh, worst matches from oh. SummerSlam, according to the fans, we're still going through SummerSlam. I was going to say, we're still talking about SummerSlam. That's <laughs> right. Hey, no, this is, I'll, I'll be honest, this has been one of the best pre-show conversations we've had about wrestling on this show, I think. Yeah. Probably. It only took us four years. Uh, Vader and Sean was voted the uh, best match, which is a oh, shocker. Shit. I was shocked by it. What? Yeah. I was, Get I was out of here. Uh, followed by Undertaker and Mankind. I could understand not voting for Undertaker and Mankind because of, like, the boiler room aspect. I would have voted for that, and I'm not but even a fan of Undertaker. It's the best match just from I feel like investment in it. You're you're kidding yourself if you don't believe that. Yeah, I mean, there's I just I can't. I when I saw that I was honestly shocked. Uh, the worst match was uh, Jerry Lawler against Jake the Snake Roberts. Correct. And then also the and then followed by the four way tag team elim- elimination match. Uh, there were also votes for Undertaker and Mankind. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. No fucking way, dude. Yeah. Uh, this is a bit of a shocking. F- this next note, and it, and Meltzer had a quite a long paragraph on it, and I was not about to copy and paste and then read it for fucking a half hour on here. So I'm just gonna break it down into two sentences. <laughs> the WWF is considering a weekly Saturday night pay per view. It would cost nine ninety five. Huh. And would target the adult audience, like the ECW audience of sorts. And it would be at midnight. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, and it would be for an hour. So you're paying for an hour of a pay-per-view. And I was like, what? Midnight to 1 a.m.? Who would do that? I like I, that. I don't like the price point for an hour, though. I like I everything do. else about that. $9.99? $10 What's that? for an hour? Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's... I like Especially that. the product that we're getting, like I don't think I'd do that. Yeah, but if it's what you're saying, I guess I'd, I'd put be it this curious, way: though. I'd be in, inclined to try it and see. Right. I would. Okay. I would probably I, get the first one. Yeah. I would try it probably. So to be, and then I'd probably be like, "Wow, that was not worth ten fucking dollars." Well, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. Yeah, I'm right. exhausted. There you go. And if That's fucking, 
I got to work at 5 a.m. the next day. Like, this is fucking bullshit. It's a Saturday, dude. Again, I still I gotta wake up at Monday. So, some of us days. work Monday through Friday, Bob. Yeah, well, yeah. I, excuse me. Uh, this would likely though be a result of them losing syndication in major markets, as I've previously noted. Oh, they yeah. are likely losing syndication in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. Right. Because they don't want to pay for it, so they might as well uh, try to get, I guess, pay per view on there. Sure. Uh, and then Meltzer provided his own. Uh, reaction to SummerSlam, and I think we even noted it as well. And he said that SummerSlam felt like another weekly show and not the biggest pay per view of the summer. Yeah. Which and that's how the matches were worked, as if it's oh, yeah. it's just a raw taping. Yeah, like the main the the main two matches had gotten a lot of focus on TV, but then like Owen and and Savio had nothing, and they right. were thrown on pay per view. And it, Again, it was a good match, and it would be—I right. would probably even say—a really good TV match. It was a good pay-per-view match. Yeah. yeah. Sid and Bulldog had nothing. Sid again, right? But then like another solid match. So just imagine right. if it had the proper context of it all, you know, or a, you know, a better build, build on television. So yeah. Uh, as usually the case of coming out of pay-per-views, there are no house show notes to uh, speak of, and I'm sure that. Next week, there will be a lot more notes because before we get into this show, uh, after the August 19th show, Raw doesn't return until September 6th, uh, and that is a special Friday night edition. Oh. Uh, I'm not entirely sure why. Um, hmm. I could That's probably cool. easily look it up. I'm sure we'll. I'm sure the week out, but I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they'll tell us. Or tell us on the air. Friday yeah, night? Wow. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that yeah it was really like, weird. it's like a Friday night championship something. Like, that's how it's, I think that's how it's promoted. Yeah, Raw Championship Friday. Oh, wait, did they mention that? Well, that might have been on, I feel like we heard that already. I guess I didn't make the connection. I wonder if that'll bump the ratings at all. I would have to think it would hurt them. Yeah. Uh, on a Friday? Right. Well, guess uh, we'll find out. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right, that's all I got for notes and stuff like that. It's time. It's time. It's Monday Night Raw time. Uh, the runtime for this is 46 minutes and 53 seconds, or if you're <gasps> Dallas, probably 54. No, no, you're right. Oh, all right. Uh, season 4, episode 33, August 19th, 1996, Monday Night Raw. I'm already at two seconds, so I, when I say play, I'm probably going to wait two seconds and try to... What a it. jerk. Well, well, I just first, rewind it to zero, bro. Because, okay, I'm going to try, right? And then Roku's going to fuck me up here. Yeah, see, it's already... Fuck. Now I'm at one second. Okay, that's as best I can get on this fucking Roku. Pissing me. <laughs> I'm going to count down from three. Uh, when I say play, follow along with us. If you want to watch along, of course, get on to Peacock TV. Peacock. Thank God. Uh, Screech, I believe, has still gotten rid of the ads. So bravo to you. And also, I'm going to shame Screech right now. Um, because, as you'll know, he had told us he had stopped smoking pot. He did not. Yeah, he lied. He lied on air. Yeah. And now uh, I went on Snapchat the other day and he was rolling up a blunt. 
So, <laughs> well, maybe at I, the time he stopped smoking pot. Maybe, wait, just, yeah. Michael yeah. Pop drove him to get back into it. Well, because like I, tried, <laughs> I, I messaged him and I was like, "So you, so you're smoking pot again?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> but I'm like, dude, I'm gonna it's stop screech. again. But I was like, dude, you know what? At least it's just pot. And it's not well, like yeah, it's not crystal crack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you're. It's, it's only pot. It's fucking legal here in New York now. So it's like, but you know what? Maybe he doesn't like the way he feels. I don't know. This is not a PSA for drugs. Although maybe smoking pot and watching Raw '96 maybe more enjoyable. I don't know. I'm surprised you're not a pot smoker, there, Bob. I said I was gonna try it when it was legalized with my buddy. Yeah. Uh, and he actually messaged me the second that it was legalized. Oh. He was oh. like, oh, so about that. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm down. And then I just never did it. And I feel like Dallas would shame me. Well, um, he would. <laughs> and Dallas is one of my you know, good friends, so I don't want to ruin that relationship. Would he good friend? He's your best friend, dude. He's one of, he's one of my good friends. Yeah. Even though, he watch, <laughs> even though he makes me watch TNA uh, two times a week. I'm just glad that Icopod was able to really kindle your guys' friendship. Yeah, it's, it's in spite awesome. of me still being on every episode. <laughs> it's good stuff. I'm just gonna start xing you out on these uh, the Skype call and just I'm, dude. Slowly, it's happening. I mean, it's happening. You know, we ain't blind to it. <clears throat> I love both of you guys. He just like had to love one of us a little bit more. So, like brother love. Ah. Time for... <laughs> All right, I'm gonna cut off for three when I say play. Follow along with us. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Holy fuck! I hated the way. Oh, my Roku went dark again. And I tried to fucking time it right, and they never do. Well, we got the World Wrestling Federation for over 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm gonna be behind. My shit never plays on time. Never. Did The Undertaker expire last night? Pretty much. He's technically already expired. Wow, that's a really good point. I'll be honest with you guys. Vince Vince is on Raw way too long. Yeah. Yeah. When do you think he uh, should have been off of it? Like commenting. I don't know. I, I mean, he's been on it. Since the beginning, hasn't he? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was sick of him <laughs> not long after I started in 95. So realistically, what should have probably happened was as soon as Bobby Heenan left, they should have just turned the corner on the commentary team and just started totally fresh with a pair. It shouldn't have been Vince and Randy Savage. It really shouldn't have. Oh, Kevin Kelly. Okay, here we go. Guys, Jerry Lawler, Kevin Kelly, and Jim Ross. Oh, my God. It's got a godsend. Vincent Man is not in commentary. Shawn Michaels sitting behind them in the crowd. There's an Undertaker (laughs) action figure as well. Oh, here's our bracket. Owen Bulldog, Austin Marrow, Sid Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Savio Farouk. Ooh. Okay. That's not a bad bracket at all. That's a good bracket. I like the bracket. Wow. wow. That's God. like a WWF title bracket. Yeah, it is. Although this match itself is pretty interesting, is it not? 
I mean, these guys are tag team partners. Yeah, this is weird. And maybe that's why they did it. Oh, I'm sure of it. Who, got who's going to be the bay face? Probably Bulldog, right? Yeah, and we got Dave Hebner as our referee. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Did Honor. you just text us this, Dallas? I'm parting that. Yep. No, Bob did. Bob said that one. <laughs> nah, they can look at my wiener if they want. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Well, if you if you click it and read the thread, you get more context. But um, this is basically Ring of Honor TV uh, 2020. Holy shit! He just flung Owen Hart across the ring, drop kicks yeah, him, Owen Hart takes it out of the floor, and and then Bulldog kips up. Yeah, and yes, they are in, in fact chain like, cheering Bulldog here. I'm telling you, dude, Bulldog's been motivated. What's going on? Also, Why is he doing so good? His contract's coming up. <laughs> he, wants bit, he wants Easy E to give him a text. Yeah, he's call. trying to get noticed. He's got, no, he's got to page him on his pager. He's waiting for that fax. It, and it just says six figures, Bubba? <laughs> With a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god guys kevin kelly is so fucking refreshing to hear right now he's not so over the top as uh as vince it's like i oh, have the volume on a little no. bit his voice is more soothing sean michaels against yokozuna tonight oh fuck dude that's gotta be one of his last rock appearances tonight isn't it it's Absolutely. august 96 it's also tonight Sid, Savio, Steve Austin, and Goldust. Okay. What is that for? Is that, what is that? I don't know. So sounds good to me, though. Yeah, so what, are, what is it? They are going to tell us about Championship Friday here tonight, Jim Ross just said. so. And I That's think they, they might have just mentioned that Sid is taking Ahmed's place on that show. So that might be our main event for uh, Championship Friday. Interesting. I might have misheard, but I'm sure they were going to talk about it again soon if they did say that. I think, though, I think Sid, Savio, Austin, Goldust is a uh, battle royal. Oh. I think. A battle royale. Battle royale. Correct. Flames down on heart. Dave counts to two. I think he should still be selling bootlegs at this point. No, that's Earl. This is Dave. Ah, same shit. It's not Dave. Yes, it is, Bob. How do you know? That's fucking Earl. You don't know shit. They're twins. You don't know shit. That's Easy Earl. Easy E, Earl. And he's like six figures, Bubba? (laughs) You need some of that meat sauce and breadsticks? (laughs) Come down to the south, fucking. Come down south. We'll hook you up. Oh, slams down Owen Hart. If you guys want to get a really good kick out of... Uh, oh, oh, our tape is getting all fuzzy. It's DX. Wait, they are mentioning it on commentary. We're getting a lot of static here. It's bullshit. For it's fake. what? Is that... That's not real. No, it's fake. Wait. I guarantee you it's going to be an Owen... It's going to be like a Mankind Undertaker thing. Yeah, that's a good point. I hope it's fucking uh, Crush. Just like in the production truck trying to commit another felony to go I hope to it's jail. Crush, too, to be honest. More Crush is a good thing. I've been liking this match. 
Yeah, this has been pretty good, actually. I like Bulldog's um, very 90s, like, wet with the locks on his forehead hairdo. Looking like fucking Joey from Friends. He does look Joey from Friends. It looks like there's a pretty big crowd tonight. Yeah, I believe we're in uh, Wheeling, West Virginia. If I uh, remember correctly. I mean, they're not as high as a nitro crowd, but that's okay. There's a lot of them. <laughs> they're not as high as a nitro crowd. Dude, I yeah, would say. Much. That's a gross understatement. <laughs> you you right? mean in the, the WWF sit on their hands and WCW stand in the whole show? Dude, people in the nitro crowd are literally beating the shit out of each other. Literally. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> ripping their fucking shirt off, eating the signs, fucking throwing. Throwing drinks at the wrestlers coming out. Wait, Nitro, Nitro was what inspired me to put the uh, torture rack on Dallas. I saw that is a Nitro crowd room. thing. Yeah, that's 100% a Nitro crowd thing. Well, Sunny's out ringside. She's on commentary now. But speaking of Nitro, do you guys want to hear what happened on Nitro the same day as this show's going on? Yeah, why not? Sure we do. I don't know. I always forget to do it, and now I'm thinking about it again. Yeah, uh, we so should if, we should be doing that because I know we should. Be. I think it is a, a and one day I'll watch these after we watch Starcade '95. But the first match was uh, Jim Duggan defeating VK Wall Street. Oh Gone. fuck off! In five minutes twenty eight seconds. Then we had Chris Benoit with Miss Elizabeth and Woman defeating Earl Robert Eaton in four minutes and two seconds. That yeah. a picture in picture with Jim Cornette talking. If I never saw Jim Cornette again on Raw, I would fucking not. It wouldn't be soon enough. Um, then we had Scott Norton defeating Disco Inferno in four minutes and one second. Disco Viva! Uh, then we had Dean Malenko defeating Lord Steven Regal. I don't have a time on that one. Uh, then we had the Nasty Boys defeating The Public Enemy in four minutes oh. and 26 seconds. So it was a shit show is what you're telling us. Well, hold on. It gets better. Then we had Chavo Guerrero Jr. defeating DDP. Diamond Dallas Page in four what? minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, wow. fuck. That's an upset. Then we had a WCW World Tag Team title match where Harlem Heat, who were accompanied by current Robert Par- Parker and Sister Sherry, retained the titles against the American Males in yeah, four minutes okay. and 10 seconds. It's amazing how many times those teams fought each other. I know. I was going to say, when I was last watched in 95, they were still doing that. Yeah, yeah, they they wrestle. I mean, if you were to watch worldwide and like pro, it's probably over a hundred times. Oh, uh, and then the main event: the Giant defeated Randy Savage by disqualification. Uh, WCW tonight does not sound very good. Yeah, it seems a little messy. I have a feeling if I was gonna guess, yeah, they probably got some nice promos though. A little comes a good yeah. segment. I, I would, was gonna guess, I would though. watch that show. Those matches seemed. To- Interesting. I mean, this if it was head-to-head, I think I'm still – what was the opening match for that show? Next yeah, one. go ahead and tell them, Dallas. Doug is uh, VK, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going <laughs> to still watch this match. You motherfucker. I'm not watching Doug and VK. Yeah, I think oh. I'd watch this match, and then I'd be like, oh, Benoit and Earl oh. Robert Eaton. Yeah. I would just backdrop Davey over the top to the floor pretty fucking hard. Jim, Jim Ross just said, Sonny, do you want to manage everybody? And she's like, I do want to manage everybody, JR. Yeah, she wants to do a lot of everything with everybody. 
Well, don't you worry. I'm about to give you guys a sunny update momentarily. Oh, if there's anything good on her Twitter. God. Suplex to the floor. Well, you guys are going to miss the Ford, uh, 50% off end of the month sale. Go to www.onlyfans.com. Huh? Sony Sunny to join now. Two Wait, new what? hot videos were just sent out, and my members love them. Come check them out. And then you got this photo to go with that. How did she spell come? Exactly. Dude, that, that's actually uh, a pretty good photo. Okay, number one, that ain't her. I'm wondering, too. Bullshit, no way. <laughs> She's, it's a gimmick, dude. It might be her from, like, 1997. And, yes, you guys heard me correctly when I said www.onlyfans.com. That's such bullshit. WWE H-O-F-er. How does she oh. even get away with doing that? It's literally the link. I can click it. Oh, wait. I went to it, and it says it's not available, so I'm wondering if that got taken off. Owen just won by countout because Sonny was distracting Davy Boy or something. Here comes Jim Cornette. Didn't Sonny bang Davy Boy? Yeah, she did. Yeah. She fucked uh, Sean. She fucked Brett. And she fucked David. No, Brett's married. He didn't do that. I am convinced that she slept with Brett. Oh, dude. Come Although on. Brett has denied it, and he's actually even said, like, I probably should have. Dude, he did. He had. Cool. Although I feel like if he did, Sonny would have definitely said he did. Because she well, they, has yeah, never I, really denied the people that she's hooked up with. Oh, guys. Well, she's always stood by the, we were just great friends. Right. Maybe he paid her off or something. Um, well, there's another update here. Here it comes, spelled the normal way. Check your DMs to see a huge load get blown all over my tie. It's supposed to be thigh, but it says tie. Who? What? That's your that's your fucking ad? Come see some guy jizz on my thigh? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> another hot new video will be sent out today. He's fucking dot dot dot. What else we got? They're gonna show footage. Okay. I don't want to sure? see Ahmed get cut open. That'd be kind of gross. Oh, she's got this picture, and if you guys look really close, you can see a little, a little surprise down there. Oh yeah. What? A little surprise down there. He says. Bob goes. What? <laughs> barely anything. Yeah, but that's your free content. Guys, Mike just sent me. He goes, hey, made this graphic for you. Wow, dude. Why did he make you a Led Zeppelin graphic? I don't know, dude. I'm just going to write, that's sick. Wait, so he listens to the podcast then? He's like, hey, man, how's the podcast? And I just go, good, man. He goes, man, got to catch up on that. I go, yeah, you do, man. How come he never, never messages me? I'll he tell him know you. Uh, Mark Henry's here ringside talking to all the youth of America. Why is He's he sending giving, autographs. Yeah, why is he giving an autograph to a guy wearing a Jerry Lawler crown? Because. He's about to start a feud with Jerry Lawler. Here comes Sonny to ruin the fucking party. Oh, guys, Vader's coming out. 
You know, it's funny. Mark Henry doesn't realize, but he's being subpoenaed for uh, court, and he's signing to acknowledge <laughs> that. That's why that guy's standing right there. That's yeah, Paul that's Blart. not a security guy. That's that a Paul Blart. Paul yeah. Blart. Here comes Vader, the loser. He won. I'm, he beat listen, Shawn Michaels twice. I'm going to say it right now. I don't care what you guys think. Vader would be better off without Jim Cornette. Vader would be better off in WCW. Right. No, Vader would be better off in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Or all Japan. I, or after Noah. that shit show of a match, I can't believe he's even on Raw right now, but here he I is. I know. I didn't think he would be. I didn't think so. He doesn't need the thing is, even in, you know, some of our WCW bonus episodes that we've covered, where Vader is even wrestling like Hulk Hogan, for example, Bash of the Beach. Oh shit. Is Vader, he gonna feud with Mark Henry? Vader seems like a fucking monster, and in WWF he does not. And yeah, he's, he's a flexing joke. to Mark Henry right now. Yeah. I like that taunt when he like sticks his arms out. I don't really know what that accomplishes. Well, I like how Henry tracks. it shows his I, I oh, love okay. how Henry is literally laughing at him. Oh, I would be too, dude. Oh, oh my FJF. god! FJF. FJF. Commercial FJF was doing clothesline. Dude, FJF, which just went right after fucking. Baby. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's fired up. Oh, and now he ran into a body strike. I didn't think we were gonna see FJF again. I just saw a hoodie on Facebook that read in black bold letters, blue hoodie, uncut and unvaxed. Oh my god. <laughs> Why is Sonny selling ever? those at WWE? <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah, would you ever? Uncut and unvaxxed. <laughs> that sounds like a raw tagline, dude. Yeah, it does. Uh, what is it? Why do you need the first part? Uncensored, uncut, unvaxxed. <laughs> <laughs> unscripted it's monday night raw it's raw it's raw oh guys we're getting that fuzzy shit again hey our talkies oh. good uh they're they're not bad i, I had taki uh like taco shells and they're really fucking good yeah i want to try them everybody always like puts them over so big get the taco shells dude it's like a spice oh my god i need to get those my mouth is watering right now Uh, FJF is pretty much dead at this point. Uh, so, oh, fuck. FJF just got Vader splashed in. Of course, he jobs out. Uh, I love that. So, I think this is important that on commentary in Owen and Brett, that Jim Ross announced that Shawn Michaels is wrestling Mankind for the WF title at In Your House on September 22nd. Oh, he said that? Yeah, and on the same night, The Undertaker is scheduled to wrestle Goldust in a final curtain match. What is that? I have no fucking idea. I love all the fucking stipulation bullshit. What could a final curtain match be? Wait, they're saying that I believe Kevin Kelly is going to be getting in the ring with Mankind probably to try to interview him. Well, I don't think he's going to wrestle him. Well, no shit. 
well, why did you have to clarify that he's going to interview him? I don't think Kevin Kelly is going to go in there and be like, uh, hey, man, man, kind of, I don't like what you did to Undertaker last Bob, night. Bob, I've been surprised before. That's all I'm going to say. Well, FJF. FJF, man. Mystery. Why did Paul Bear I was bummed out that FJF just fucking jobbed out. He deserves better than that. Stradex presents SummerSlam tomorrow night. 8 and 11 Eastern on pay-per-view. No reason to do that. No reason for a fucking... No oh, reason. Jim Ross is in the ring. Accompanied by Paul Bearer. Oh, wait. Paul Bearer's pocket square is back to being Undertaker colored, so we know oh, what's about to happen. I'm looking at that it, shit now. Maybe it's a swerve within a swerve. Right. Jonas is like, so mankind, what do you think about that? Barbecue sauce, or do you like the spicy ketchup? JRsbarbecue.com, baby. You can get my memoir as well. Bob actually uh, was telling me he he drinks JR's barbecue sauce by the shot. It's he what he does is he drinks a shot of barbecue sauce and then chugs a Zoa energy by the rock. Not a sponsor. <laughs> what? Not a sponsor yet. I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to start tweeting, like, praising Zoa Energy every 10 minutes until The Rock replies to me. Huh. Zoa has changed my life. Red Bull used to make my heart beat wicked fast, but now Zoa does, and I feel really good about it. I Zoa think if you're, if you have your own energy drink, fuck you, probably. I, I actually really like it. Red Bulls, I used to feel like I was going to have a heart attack. Energy drinks should be illegal. It's a natural energy drink. Natural caffeine. <laughs> with with fake sugar. Yeah, fuck off. So Just drink a coffee, you bitch. I don't like coffee. Or just die. Dude, if you need an energy drink, yeah, goodbye. You just can't die? keep up with life. Fuck off. Wow, okay, guys. Drink oh, water, you bitch. Undertaker for the last time, the Undertaker. Mankind was gonna kill you, so I had to jump over. Listen, hear me out. What do you think the space between his chin, the bottom Eric, of his chin? Is this shit for the Undertaker? Yes, yes. Bob. Come on, like with the when the with the TV screen too going all yes. fuzzy. It's the Undertaker. Why is he fucking with the reception? What do you think the bottom of Paul Bear's chin and the upper part of his neck tube smell like? Maybe right in that little crack. Oh, my God. Like a can of corn, maybe? Oh. No, you know what? I think oh, that, it's... Wait. That's right. Three weeks ago, look, we're seeing a view. He did attack Shawn Michaels. That is pretty interesting. Now he's getting a freaking title match against them somehow. I think that... But Sid is the number one contender. How is Sid the number one contender? He won the Battle Royal. Just cause, dude. What? Was it two, two weeks ago? or was it Ahmed late? won the Battle Royal. Oh, Ahmed, I mean. Sorry, oh, my bad. Oh, yeah, he did. My bad. Um, To answer your question about Paul Bear's neck, I think that the smell is like whenever you clean out a, like, a chicken drain. package. Oh. And, like, <laughs> you, like, let it sit in the sink for, like, oh, my for, like God. Four or five hours. Ew, you do what with your chicken packages? It just smells, it smells like that. 
Is that what happened to the garbage can you had to get rid of? Dude, that was so what? specific. What happened to that? <laughs> I don't think that was chicken. Oh, man. Something leaked. Like, the bag had ripped. What was it? I don't think it I don't think it was chicken. It might have been chicken. But I feel like oh, it was. Oh, he just I, mentioned I, the click. He's gonna destroy so the millions of the click. Well, that's what Sean calls his fans. That's right, I forgot the click, Pam. Yeah, he wasn't talking about triple A. I thought he was actually. Listen here, Hunter Housley. I got it when he said the millions part. Yeah, yeah. It all made sense, but I don't like this in-ring promo here with Mankind. This is bullshit. No, it's kind of weird. It doesn't feel like Mankind. Well, because all the stuff they've done with him up until this point is either very spontaneous or, like, it's in his domain. I was going to say, it should be in the boiler room. Yeah. They're saying we can feel the presence of the Undertaker being here. Great. So much for not doing the supernatural shit anymore. Fuck. Right, there you go. Oh man. See now if if Undertaker's powers are in the urn, if I'm Paul Bear, why don't I just like destroy it? Because then would that I would keep, destroy you. Why would They'll I just keep possession of it? Are we gonna see Undertaker? No. What uh, what is that? Are they using matches? They're not using cell phones for that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're waving them pretty good, dude. Those might be little cell phones. That's an iPhone 13 Pro right there. Yeah, bullshit. (laughs) Do you have the iPhone 13 Pro? I sure do. I've been thinking about upgrading. I still have the fucking iPhone X. That's what I upgraded from, and I love it. I know. Did they give you money back for your phone? Mm Mm-hmm. How much? Maybe they got 440 I think, maybe. Holy shit. $400? Yeah, well, they gave I got like a $140 instant credit, and then the rest is distributed throughout my bill while I'm paying oh, it. Oh, oh. But it's nice. I mean, I'm only Dude. paying like 18 bucks a month for the phone. Yeah, that's awesome. Undertaker's being carried out by druids. They're still talking on the microphone. Like, mankind's still saying shit. I don't think we're going to see the Undertaker. Oh, Paul Bear said this is all his plan. What? He's passed away. <laughs> Why does Undertaker pass away every time he loses? He just can't bear the, the thought of actually losing a match, so he has to die every time. He will never rest in peace. <laughs> he will never. Look at all the maggots and worms digging at his body right now. Give me a fucking break. Jim Ross looks like he's going to throw up. What? They've been carrying Undertaker for a day? Yeah, dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. Here's the corpse of the Undertaker. Fucking great. This is so weird. 
Some this is what for, I mean uh, with this bullshit stuff, dude. Just absolute bullshit stuff. So much for being based on reality. Wait, they they plopped him down on the aisleway and then he sat up. That's what it took. Yeah. I just don't. I don't get it. Did they miss on finally? They mistimed it. Um, they must. I have. feel like when he rose his hands up, they were supposed to go on. He's doing it again, and they're still not going on. Oh fuck! Oh, There's pyro. Pyro. Yeah, they mistimed that shit really good. Good lord. What a mess. What a fucking mess. That's so corny. Jim Ross says he hasn't experienced anything like that in his entire life. What, fireworks? (laughs) We definitely didn't put pyro in the turnbuckles uh, earlier today. Yeah, that wasn't set up by the ring guru. (laughs) He's alive and well. And then he got his fireflies in the Mm-mm-mm. That I must don't. have been like Wait. set up because it's clearly only that one section that has that. And they keep showing it specifically. Yeah, which yeah, is they must weird. have handed it out. Yeah, if you notice though, so the one that was shaking a lot, that was a 13 Pro, and the one to the right of it was a 12, uh, 12 Max. When did the 13 Pro even come out? Uh, September or October. Well, they got the 13, the 13 Pro, the 13 Pro Max. Just depends what you're feeling. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking of upgrading. I just don't want to spend $800 on a fucking phone. You just pay. You don't pay it up front. I would. I hate the monthly installment shit. Oh, well, that's they drag cool. it out for fucking three years. Well, that's a you problem, then. I'm doing it monthly. It's way easier. Yeah, I don't know. Is this a vignette for the stalker? I think it might be. Oh. Oh, Stalker is on his way to the WWE. It's just a bonfire. Is he wearing camouflage? The most evasive game known. He just oh. keeps throwing wood in it. The pursuit will not be trivial. It'll be deadly. The oh Stalker. my god, he's painted like Rambo. That was one of the worst vignettes I've ever seen. Speaking of worse, Goldust looks like shit coming out of the ring. <laughs> Where's his Holy room? shit, man. <laughs> Where is He's mailing it in. <laughs> he really he is, dude. He doesn't even have his fucking... He, his wig is barely even on. He's just like, I don't even want to fucking come out here. This sucks. Yeah, he's disheveled. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, Mick Price. He just said thanks for the birthday shout-out uh, on the episode the other day. We take it back. Yeah, uh, don't get used to it. So, fuck you, Mick. You bastard. Here comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sick of it. He's so friendly, God. Hey, uh, finally, we're seeing Steve here. Ben, I was fucking hot minute. He's got a mustache and a little chin thing. Oh, hell yeah. There you go. Logo on the back of the vest. I don't think it's on his trunks. He might have realized that was a bad idea. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they switched spots for him. That would be good if he doesn't have that anymore. I like it. It ain't going to be like last time. 
I don't like the look of Shakespeare facial hair, though. That's kind of kind of weird. That's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Is that the first time we've heard that? Remember when Steve Austin uh, won the King of the Ring? Because like I don't. They don't. Sid is like a psychopath. He just he's a guy. He looks so good, dude. He really does. But Sid's the type of coworker where I feel like. If he worked in retail and he came in all jolly like that, I'd immediately hate him. Yeah, it'd be like, can you please fucking stop? Like, dude, it's fucking 8 (laughs) a.m. Just stop, man. It's It's like, no one besides you is happy to be here. Goldust immediately goes after Sid. That ain't a good idea. If you were to draw a star, it's Sid Vicious. Yeah. Battle Royal, sudden death. Sid's the definition of a guy... Who's all look? You just got the what? Okay, Sid's out. Oh, what the absolute what the hell fuck, is that dude? Bullshit. Good, he's going back in. He's pissed. I was gonna say, Sid is a guy that can like just make it based off his look. He just got eliminated within 15 seconds of the match, and he just chokes everybody. What the fuck? Well, I hope. Uh, well, I hope I guess. Steve, I guess I hope Steve Austin wins. Well, obviously. I cannot believe that fucking Sid got eliminated so quick. Ain't right. He's like not leaving ringside either. He's best. Uh, what's our time check here, guys? I'm at 31 minutes and 37 seconds. Oh, we're deep into the episode. Yeah, I, I feel like it has been that bad. Uh, Yeah, so the winner of this, of this Battle Royal gets a title shot on Championship Friday on September 6th, which is the next time that there, there's an episode of Raw. So... Who will get the title shot? Probably not Savio Vega. Absolutely. Not. Maybe. I, you know what? With the fact that Mankind is facing Sean at Mind Games, I feel like it's about to be gold bust. Could be. Definitely could be. Uh, yeah, that's true. Does I feel like Steve Austin usually has like elbow pads on or something, doesn't he? No, wrist tape, ever, usually. Oh, maybe it's a wrist tape. Yeah, because he don't wear elbow pads. Yeah. Biggest slam of the week, dude. Wow, I didn't realize me. that Mark Mirror almost broke his neck on that. Yeah, all right. Great, we get Shooting Star Press. Billy Kimmon does it better. Yeah, from SummerSlam last week, we were getting the replay here. Hey, we're back. With Sid out of this, I'm kind of out of this. What the fuck? Yeah, that's a that's a bummer. Yo, fuck sure. that. Getting a double feature here. 
Goldust almost eliminated during the commercial break. Yeah, Steve Austin doesn't have his wrist tape on for some reason. Yeah, I was wondering why it was like so plain looking. It's throwing me off. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Guys, I'm just going to say it again. Kevin Kelly on commentary is awesome right now. Yeah, well, probably don't get used to it, dude. I know. Ooh. Is Goldust about to be eliminated? No way. He's still in. He's clenching those little butt cheeks. Yeah, he is, dude. How did Savio qualify to be in a battle royal to get a title shot? <laughs> he Don't had decent, ask those questions. He had a decent match with Owen at the pay-per-view, and then he didn't, you know, he, he looked bad when he Ooh, got he beat lost. up at the end. That's he's okay. won then, more yeah. matches than Aldo Montoya. That's why he's here. Well, that's true. So, just that's leave good, it at that. That's a good point. Yeah, just leave it at that, dude. Oh. No. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> was he gone? I don't know. That was close. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> he might have been. Oh, what? hell no. Yeah. Oh, that's I for sure. I think I'm right, guys. There's no way. Well, I, there's win. no way Savio Vega is winning. The two game. top contenders no are thrown way. out first. I cannot believe that. Fuck. What a weird booking decision. And then they both came in and hit everybody again. What a weird. This is. Wow. I don't understand this. Goldus has to. Goldus has to win. Uh, well, no, Savio, hold on. There's just no way. Shawn Michaels is watching this intently. Well, duh, of course he is. Yeah, he's got to scout Savio Vega. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Face buster. Austin really took a he took a nice bump onto the floor to be eliminated. I feel like the the time before that where he almost hit the ground was like supposed to be the elimination <laughs> or something. Well, they did immediately do the next one. So curveball. Yeah. Oh, he's dancing. He's doing the hips. He's like rocking him like a baby. Right. Well, Savio reverses the curtain call. Oh, spin kick. Spin a heel kick. Yeah, get it right, dude. Oh, fuck. Oh. What a shot. Holy Goldust shit. Win. Goldust is going to be getting a WWF championship match at the Championship Friday show, or whatever we're calling it. Championship Friday. I can't believe that shit. Why not, dude? Because Goldust hasn't done shit. <laughs> oh, he's shaking his butt cheeks, but they're not They're not as... <laughs> They're not zooming out so you can see it. It's probably really good, too. It's still a PG-13 show. Or a PG show, I mean. 
I don't know. Some of the stuff they do, I'm not sure is quite PG. They're definitely dipping into the 13 category. Yeah. I mean, they, some of the stuff they've done with Sunny is questionable. <laughs> We're getting flashbacks here from SummerSlam. Actual footage, by the way, not just still photos. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. Well, you got to sell the replay somehow. Yeah, but they never do images like that. Stridex. Tomorrow night on pay-per-view. Oh, fuck. Shawn Michaels with Shokozuna up next. So we're already hitting main event time, guys. Oh, Yokozuna back in the fold where he belongs. He's back with Camp Cornette. Yeah. Oh, God. Why are they promoting him? Let's see how big he is. Oh. He's with Cam Cornette. The diaper's pretty wide, guys. Vader, like, broke his leg, and now he's back with them. I love it. Yeah, that doesn't That's make any great. sense at all. Vader would stop. Oh, I dang. mean, no one's even out there with him. He's thick, baby. Three C's right there. Might even have four. Four C's. <laughs> four C's. Four thick. C's. I mean, Yokozuna even looks like he doesn't want to be out there. No, dude. He's having a very oh, man, hard man, I'd rather time. be in catering. This is bullshit. Catering. Very hard time. What the fuck am I? Where's the buffet, man? This is fucking bullshit. I don't want to wrestle Shawn Michaels. I'm just going to lose. You know Shawn Michaels doesn't want to wrestle Yokozuna. Oh, this was that last night at the free-for-all. Yeah, here's the footage of what uh, what happened. Holy shit. Oh, oh, we talked about this. The ring breaking. Good thing you just showed him losing, and he's about to fight Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, like, what are we doing? And now, I, I want to point out, too, like, the quality of this Raw is significantly better than the quality of SummerSlam 96 that we watched on the uh, I like the smiley face on Yokozuna's arm. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look. Why did that person in the crowd look like Jeff Jarrett circa 2011? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Maybe Jeff Jarrett's a time traveler. I'm not your boy. So I'm, so I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. Yeah, the crowd going wild for the heartbreak kid. He's got the same gear on he wore fucking last night. I know. What was he saying to Earl? He's like, tell him to get up when I do the elbow. <laughs> yeah, he's make calling sure spots fucking, early. Make sure he fucking sells for me, Earl. 
Yeah. What's everybody having for dinner tonight? We haven't talked about food once yet tonight. I'm trying not to think about it because I'm starving. I, I am. Uh, I'm actually going to be putting in order for Domino's tonight. Oh my fucking oh. god! I am having a. Uh, baked what do you one. mean? Oh my fucking god! What does that mean? Wait, my you food. You can't eat pizza every day. Says who? I did have pizza for lunch today because uh, my boss bought it, but. Um, Dass, how much time is left in this show? Okay, we have uh, <laughs> less than four minutes, I think. Perfect. I'll put the order in now. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Um, I am having a baked lemon pepper chicken with some thin spaghetti with some, uh, like, a lemon butter sauce. I'm so annoyed with that. <laughs> Should have just said you're having pizza, dude. Don't don't come on here and say all that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, we that's we cook delicious. What are you meals stuffing in the house. chicken with? It's not stuff; it's baked. Oh, lemon pepper. It's just like a if you coat it in flour, you fry it a little bit. You do a flour. dry rub or a like? What? Yeah, it's so it's it's you put the lemon pepper seasoning and some lemon zest yeah. into the flour, and then Ooh. you you fry that a little. Not you know you're not supposed to go all the way through because then you add it into a pan to put into the oven with some chicken broth, some garlic. And then you top it with lemon slices. And then you have the pasta on the side. You use the juice from the pan. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Now, everybody listening, the real winner here is me. Okay. I don't know what I'm having. I, mean, uh, I, had, Mo's, I had Moe's last night, and oh, that fucked me up. Fuck, yeah. I need to have Chipotle. I haven't had Chipotle in a, in a long Chipotle time. Chipotle ain't good, dude. It's yes, dry it as fuck. It's no. dry as fuck. You ain't getting the right shit, then. It's dog food. Half the time, mine's too wet. No, Moe's is ten times better. I don't know, man. I like both a lot. <laughs> no, you're fucking it up. You're fucking it up. Well, Moe's Don't get me started me on Tijuana Flats, though. Oh, well, why do you think I really wanted to come see you? Yeah, well, there you go. Um, yeah, I have to get my woman from the airport here tonight, so I don't know, guys. I, I really don't want Taco Bell, so that eliminates a big, uh, option. You could, though. Yeah. I don't know. I wanted nuggets yesterday, but Kaylee said no. <sighs> See, and I'm, I'm not really feeling a burger. I don't want pizza. I don't know what I want. I, I'm, I'm very... You're limiting your options. I know. I know. Bob, what are you ordering, though? I want to hear the whole order. Uh, Just my usual. Okay, what is it? Hawaiian pizza me- with fucking bacon instead of ham, dude. How many lava cakes? Two. No. So this is what I do. This is this is what I when get. I, when I allowed Bob to order um, Domino's when I came over for WrestleMania, the time we FaceTimed you, Austin... I the only reason I let him order Domino's is because I wanted lava cakes. Well, yeah, yeah. Because Bob was really we got Gino and Joe's, didn't we? No, you were very angry with me that, and I said, you know what? Fine, we'll get Domino's. You were very mad at me. Oh, I wasn't mad. You almost kicked me out. You almost were like, Dude, <laughs> yeah, I was like, go get the fuck out of here. You, you were angry. You were legitimately oh, angry. I was probably angry with you defaming the name of Domino's. Sean with a I'm trying to say slash. that it's not a good pizza joint when it is. 
for the Sean? for the value that you Sean's get. Sean's gonna be kicking his foot here, pumping up the street <laughs> music for a little bit. I'll tell you what, Yokozuna. All right, so moving. let's hear your order, Bob, you motherfucker. Oh, Yokozuna caught it. Twist Sean around, what? picks him up. Samoan oh drop. no, Samoan drop. He got. I'm it. not there yet, you pieces of shit. Oh, sorry. Sorry, if you're not following uh, along, we just crossed the 46-minute mark, three seconds, four seconds. We have less than 50 seconds left he's gonna in the match. Win. He's going to win the world title right here. No, tonight. somebody's going to run in, dude. Dude, it's fucking over. He's going to win. No, he's going to get the sweet chimneys, baby. Boom! He's about to, oh, shit. Well, Sean goes right to the corner. He sits up, goes right to the corner. Sweet chin music, it's over. Damn Are it. you fucking kidding me? You think I'm cute. Damn it. You know That I'm was like sexier. a glitch in the wrestling game. <laughs> uh, well, to reveal my order, I get I get two medium pizzas. Because Sarah <laughs> likes her own pizza. Oh, okay. I was going to say, dude, just stop. Not just for me. And, of course, and, and she does not eat hers in one day. It takes her a bit. Oh, that's where you guys differ? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but I also, I also get uh, the spinach and feta like bread thing. Ooh, which is actually that's a curveball. Yeah, and lava cakes. No, I don't. I don't get dessert. Oh, you're fucking up the night dessert every night. <laughs> I'm having. I got True. cherry Garcia waiting for me in my freezer. Oh shit. <laughs> That's serious, dude. And I still got leftover most queso and chips to go with my dinner tonight, so fuck you. Yeah, that sounds good, too. Uh, Uh, All right, well, how do we feel about that raw? I thought it was okay. I'm saying thumbs in the middle. Thumbs in the middle. Dare I say, I think it was even better. I think this was a good raw. It went quick. It did, but, like, in Brett and Owen was a good match. Brett and Owen. What the fuck, Raw, were you Or, uh, excuse me, Owen and Bulldog, excuse me. That yeah. match was, that was one of the better Raw matches we've seen in a while. Even with a count-out finish. I mean, they were working a style that you would see in fucking, like Dallas at Ring of Honor 2007. Dude, if Kevin Kelly, they had the the handshake. <laughs> I mean, it was Ring of Honor, bro. Code of Honor. Exactly. I don't know what you were watching, but I was watching Ring of Honor. I'm glad. Yeah. You know what, though? Here's the thing. Guess what? We got no fucking bullshit tag team stuff tonight. Nothing. Thank you. I'm okay with it. Jerry Lawler did not leave the fucking commentary table. Mm, that's a really great point, actually. Beautiful. That's they do need to fix the tag division, though. We can't just avoid it forever. It's so shit, dude. It's so shit. And WCW's is shit. You heard it. It's the same one fucking match that they've been booking for a year. WCW has a far better tag team division. I'd watch Harlem Heat versus the American Males a million times over before I I watched Smoking Guns and Henry O'Godwin. Yeah, but you would watch it for a year straight? Compared to this, yes. Yes, I would. Oh, my God. Harlem Heat is a very good tag team. Yeah, that's fine. But, dude, I do like the American Males. I can't lie. That, that might Buff be, you might be the the only hot tag, one doing a couple of jabs to ever say that. American males. Males. American, American males. American males. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm. I was very glad to see Steve Austin, but he and Sid going over the first fucking one and two people gone. Uh, I don't think so, buddy. 
Yeah. What What was their explanation for ne- like the the Friday Champions Night or whatever? I don't think they really said anything else major was, about oh, it. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, why they were preempted or why they okay. are going to be preempted. I'm sure guess, in the Observer, Meltzer will maybe make right. I was going to say I doubt they're going to be like, yeah, there's a dog show on, just so you guys know. They don't. They're <laughs> yeah, not going to mention that. They're just gonna they're just gonna advertise their own shit. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, guys, my Domino's order is currently in the oven. I just got a notification. Holy shit, they were bored. Probably slow. It's a Monday. Yeah. Um, well, I, I would say that uh, you know, moving forward, if we can kind of keep on this trend of some decent little T V matches and keeping the focus on a lot of the guys we saw tonight and not so much on the guys maybe that they have been featuring as of late. I'm okay with it. Keep featuring Owen and Bulldog. Keep featuring Steve Austin and fucking Sid. Keep featuring even Savio. I'm okay with Sean's the champ, which is fine. Um, we even got a little update on Ahmad Johnson. Keep featuring him. Like it was all people that, I'm personally okay with seeing. I, dude, I like the fucking Mankind Undertaker stuff. No, I fucking didn't. Um, should have Undertaker been on this episode of Raw? No. Uh, should Yokozuna have been on this episode of Raw? No. Um, so there was a couple of hiccups along the way, but I think for the most part with the talent that they used, I was okay with it. Um, mm-hmm. I have no interest in the stalker shit. I didn't know that he's going to no. literally be dressed up as Rambo like they showed him. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I think that no. was awful. No. And you could you could just hear it. I know you guys weren't necessarily listening, but in his voice, you could even tell, like, he's not even buying the gimmick. Like, it just wasn't even believable. Yeah. I feel like it was his idea. Oh, my God. Dude, I don't know. But either way, I don't care about that. Um, I mean, so I all, can't imagine like them pitching him the stalker of big game and him being like, I'm in. I'm sure he pitched it one way. And it ended up turning into what Vince McMahon interpreted that as. I believe that. Right. Like, could I see put it this way? Could I see Barry Windham pitching the stalker in a sense of like a Craven the Hunter from Spider-Man? That would have been fucking cool. Mm, okay, yeah. But, like, Vince probably hears, oh, big game hunter. Okay, well, you're going to be out in the woods with camo face paint on in fatigues. And you're going to get the military writing in your fucking video package. Because you're like a, you're like a, a, a bounty hunter guy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, fuck all that. That's garbage. Uh, not looking forward to it, and I expect it to be very short-lived. Um, so okay. for me, in those reasons, I think everything kind of balanced itself out this week. It did go quick, but I'm still saying thumbs in the middle for me. I mean, realistically, it is a thumbs in the middle show. I'm, I'm a little exaggerating because when you see something good on one of these Ross, it's like, damn. <laughs> it's like two thumbs up, fuck It's yeah. like, oh wow that was really good so that's kind of where my mindset is but realistically yes it's a thumbs in the middle show yeah um, but yeah, especially when we go months with like oh my god yeah exactly and it has been months that we've gone oh my fucking god we have. Just, oh. yeah. so. numerous times we've gone months 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, next week is the Raw Championship Friday or whatever they're calling it. And we're going to get Shawn Michaels defending against Gold Dust. Dusty. Dusty. I'm sure there's going to be uh, some more intercontinental tournament matches as well. I'm good with those Um, matches, dude. That's a good bracket. bracket. Yeah. The bracket does look good, so we can't hate on that. Uh, So that'll be pretty interesting to see how that uh, plays out. But uh, do you guys have anything else for uh, this week's episode of IcoPop? No, I'm ready to get food. Aren't you ready for your Domino's? Just get us out of here. Mine's still in the oven. Oh, shit. And I got nervous there for a second that Dallas actually had something else to add. No, you put your finger up. You're like, oh, oh, no, I don't. So. Austin, you have anything, or you have to go pick up your girlfriend from the airport? No, we're actually ending a lot earlier than I thought. Guys, so that's, yeah, it's not that bad. It's kind of Two good. more episodes tonight. It's perfect. Uh, All right. Well, until next week, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Grilly, I am Bob Young Jr., and this has been Ico Pod. You gotta hear it.